Welcome to the Fundamentals of Winning podcast. I am your host, Jason Kuhn. For those of you that know me and those of you that don't, I'm a former Navy SEAL. I played sports in college and now run a leadership development and mindset training company. And on this podcast, what I try to do is have guests who have been very successful in various endeavors in their life. And today I have Dean Wegner and very excited to have him on here. Dean is a West Point graduate, correct? Correct. A pilot, a graduate of the Army's Elite Ranger School, and now is the CEO and owner of Authentically American. So, Dean, thank you very much for coming. It is an honor to be here, Jason. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I appreciate you sharing your time and uh, sharing your skill sets with everyone today. Uh Tell us a little bit about Authentically American. What is it? So... Authentically American, just to give you an idea of the vision, Jason, we want to build this iconic American brand that's truly American-made. And the second part of that description is most important because Nike and Under Armour, for example, truly iconic American brands, but made everywhere but the U.S. Correct. Yep. And at the heart of our mission is our passion for job creation, which is why everything we do, no exceptions, is made in USA. Outstanding. Well, that on top of your history definitely shows you're very patriotic and a great American, right? So let's tell that story a little bit. Walk us through uh, Uh high school Dean. What was high school Dean like? What was he doing? Yeah. And how did he end up at West Point? So I was in the Steel City, you know, lived in Pittsburgh growing up. So suburbs south of Pittsburgh, Upper St. Clair. And like you, sports was a big part of my upbringing. So you were a baseball player. I was a hockey player. Right. I was born upstate New York near the Canadian border, so I've played hockey since age four all the way through. And in high school, Jason really had two goals. One, I said, I want to play Division One hockey. Okay. And number two, I want to get the best possible education I could. Right. And when the West Point coach called, I thought, wow. Did a little bit of research, and that year, you know, they come out with different rankings. So West Point was ranked the number one college that year, and I said, doesn't get any better than that about getting an education. Of course. And number two, when I was really honest with who I am as a hockey player, I'm really not that good. <laughs> so that gave me the opportunity to play some of the best teams in the country. Sure. But then still be able to compete and play. So the more I went into it, went for a visit, I said, you know what? I don't know if it's for me or not, but hard to pass up this opportunity and decide to accept a nomination to West Point. Outstanding. Well, you had to be pretty good to uh, to get to play at the Division One level, correct? I think it's all relative. But. Right, that's right. It's who you compare yourself to uh-huh. sometimes, right? So, yeah. with that, so you're at West Point. You graduate, and you have now you have Division One athletic experience. You've graduated yeah. from one of the top institutions in the country, mm-hmm. and you enter into the military. What did that path look like? What led you to becoming a pilot, uh, uh, to go into Ranger School, so on and so forth? Yeah. And what are some of the things you learned there? Well, a big decision you make, Jason, your senior year is which branch. Sure. And I had no idea, so I think most people have no idea that there are 18 different branches you can choose. There's infantry, the heart and soul of the Army. There's armor, driving tanks. There's field artillery. So there's all the combat arms. Plus there's transportation, military, finance, police. I mean, it's amazing the variety. Sure. And I was really torn. Do I want to go infantry, the heart and soul of the Army, or do you want to go aviation? Right. And you remember that movie Top Gun? I do. And that was a movie that came out not long before that. And I thought, you know what? That's the life I want to live. <laughs> I want to be like Iceman. I want to be yeah. you know, living that lifestyle. And ultimately chose to go the route of aviation. But okay. I was still wrestling. Did I make the right decision? 
And what was interesting, went to Rotoring Flight School to learn how to fly helicopters. Okay. And on one end of the spectrum, Jason is the flight suit wearing aviator in the Army. The opposite end is the Ranger Special Forces. Right. And at flight school, they made an announcement and said, guys, once in a lifetime opportunity. We're going to have a competition and we're going to send one of you to Ranger School. And I thought, just one of you? Yes. Out of how many? <laughs> Well, it was whoever many wanted to sign up, so there weren't that many people who were crazy enough to even sign up. I think there were eight of us that signed up. Okay, but only the, only one was going to get together. Right, so I was very fortunate, won that competition, and I thought, here's my chance. Sure. And I found out it was miserable, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. you've been through SEAL school, so sure. Ranger school, you know, different but very similar in many respects, but it was absolutely miserable. Right. And miserable in a way that I look back with just the fondest memories, because you asked about Authentically American. We're a startup that started from a blank sheet of paper. Right. And for those that are not familiar, you know, Ranger School, it's really a leadership school. Right. There's a lot of military doctrine and tactics that you're taught there, but at the heart of the school is around leadership. And what they really do is they take away everything you think you need to survive, mm -hmm. namely food and sleep. Right and then puts you in incredibly stressful situations. So you're living on one meal a day, you're burning thousands and thousands of calories, and you're living on zero to three hours of sleep. Right. And then they put you in incredibly stressful situations. So it was 68 days of pure misery. Absolutely. And you know, one thing mm -hmm. I learned in training was that the body is capable more, than, more, more so than the mind. The mind starts to quit on you well before the body will. And I try to remind myself that in struggles with business and everything mm -hmm. that I go do is, hey, I can do more than I think that I can. Everything's going to be okay. Do you agree with that? How do you think Ranger School and the struggles from mm -hmm. the military translated into your business life? It is funny because when I'm being asked now to share our authentically American story, one of the things I will highlight is Ranger School. Right. And I'll share all the background that we just talked about. And I say, Ranger School was such great training for a startup. Sure. Because what am I doing right now? I'm not sleeping. And the stress is incredible. Right. You know, when you've got to make sure you meet payroll and trying to build a business from scratch. So, you know, it's interesting going back to, you know, the foundation my parents, you know, built in me, the foundation at West Point yep. and the Army and Ranger School. I mean, those are lessons right now that live with me going forward. And part of the mindset is, you know what? I went through some of the most demanding, stressful training I could ever go through. So as bad as it is right now, it wasn't that bad. Exactly, right? <laughs> and I think uh, a phrase we have that helps sums it up is get comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, so you, you learn that and then you transfer that over. I think another thing, too, is... You know, I really believed in mm -hmm. what we were doing when I signed up for the Navy to go to BUDS, mm -hmm. become a SEAL. Had a lot of purpose behind that. Same for you. You know, you, you just said, hey, I'm going to go to West Point. I'm going to go into the Army. Mm -hmm. And that helps drive you through those hard times because you believe in the purpose behind what you're doing, mm -hmm. correct? There's no doubt about it. Now, does that yeah. transfer over to Authentically American? I mean, I'm sure it does. But, mm -hmm. but you know, because you really believe in what you guys are doing, keeping mm -hmm. things local, American-made, and making high-quality products. Mm -hmm. And is that also your why? And your drive help help drive you through, uh, you know, the difficulties of a startup. Yeah, and I'll tell you, we'll talk about our why behind Authentically American. But when you know my own kids ask me for advice, when people are you know going to college, when they're heading off to a professional career, they ask for advice, and I say, you know, at first and foremost, you know, find what you love. Sure. Find what you're passionate about, because if you're doing what you love, find if you're doing what you're passionate about. You're likely not going to be good. You're going to be great at it. Right. And people have said, well, you know, look at these rankings. You know, this job pays more than this job. And I say, you know what? You don't want to completely dismiss it. But you know what? If you find what you love, find what you're passionate about, relatively speaking, in that industry, you're going to be well paid. 
So find something you love. So, you know, transfer that to what we're doing right now. You know, I've been blessed, you know, my career. I've loved each and every experience. But right now, <laughs> as hard as I'm working, as exhausted as I am with the hours we're putting in, I could not love it more. Absolutely. Because passion is the number one word that we hear from our customers. I mean, we're a new startup. We want to build this iconic American brand, but nobody knows who we are. Right. So when a customer first hears us, they're like, wow, what an incredible feel-good American story. And the passion right. is true. And then they start to read a little bit more. Not only is the passion behind it, but it's, a, an, authentic, it's an authentic story. Yes, it is. And I think that's what makes it powerful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's also why I want to get behind it. Yeah. And so you go from, uh, you go into the military, your career there. So if you would, you know, give us uh, what, you know, briefly what your career looked like. And then yeah. after the military, uh, prior to Authentically American, mm-hmm. what, uh, what happened in those, in those moments? Yeah. So I had no idea looking back, you know, where we'd be right now. But, you know, each and every experience I've had has helped build to where we're at right yeah, now. Sure. And I tell everybody the fabric and the DNA of who we are authentically American, you know, has pulled different bits and pieces throughout my entire career. So we'd already talked about the West Point and Ranger School, and that was really fundamental values and service to country. And you tied some of the ethos together with authentically American, for example. We're a brand that honors our American heroes. Sure. You know, 10% of our gross profits are donated to veteran and first responder charities. So very quickly and directly, hey, that came from my time at West Point and serving with so many amazing young men and women who were right. serving our country. So that was part of it. And then most of my professional career after the Army was in consumer packaged goods. Okay. So Procter & Gamble. You know, iconic brands like Crest mm-hmm. and Tide. Also worked at brands, iconic brands like M&M's and Snickers, okay. and those are two world-class branding and marketing organizations. Sure. And, and here I am trying to build a brand from scratch. So I think back to the 10-plus years I spent at those two yep. companies, I mean, really gave me the foundation to enable us to do what we're doing right now. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Well, and then when we got here to Nashville, you know, back in 2010, Jason, okay. it was move number 10. Was it really? <laughs> it wow. Was. And one of the reasons I got out of the Army was to stop moving. Right. <laughs> you know, we wanted to plant roots. We wanted to invest in a community and stop moving. And we moved substantially more after the Army than when we got out. Six wow. years, for example, with Procter & Gamble, lived in four different cities. Right. But fast forward to that move number 10. My wife grew up in Tennessee. So when we got here, it was like a homecoming. Yeah. And I knew, Jason, if move number 11 was coming, right. I, I was going by myself. Yeah. No one was going with me. <laughs> and we've got four amazing kids, and I think everyone, especially my oldest, who had been through most of the moves, was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. You know, Nashville is such a great city, such yeah, a great is. place to raise a family, such family values here. We said, okay, this is where we want to stay. Right. You know, one problem was Mars, which is who I was working for then. Okay. Great company, taking fantastic care of me, but they were going to say, Dean, you know, it's time to go. Right. Time to run this business unit, run this country, be somewhere outside of Nashville. I'd say no, and I couldn't get away with that very long. Sure. And just knowing wanted to stay here, which ultimately led to a decision to get into the entrepreneurial world. Right. Because, you know, my wife and I before had talked and prayed about our own business, but when you move every year or two, it's tough to do. Yeah, it is. So longer story, but seven years ago, bought a business, an 18-year-old business, mm-hmm. Omega Apparel. Okay. So had a great new niche producing dress uniforms for the military. So you remember the broadfall trousers that you used to wear in the Navy? Sure. Yep. That was one of our contracts. Okay, awesome. So that was really, you know, connecting all the dots was that was the exposure for me into the apparel industry. Okay. So, you know, 
you go back to the service to country, the service of a brand, and then you go ahead with the marketing and branding, and then now you have the apparel experience. Yeah. So two years ago, my partner and I had different views of the future, so we parted ways and brought in investors and launched Authentically American in July of 2017. Okay. And that point was really the culmination of everything back from my family, West Point, Army, you know, Procter & Gamble, Mars, all that branding, Omega Apparel, to get to the point we're at right now. And, again, I can't. Yeah. I could not be more exhausted, but equally could not be more energized with what we're doing. Well, of course. And it's fun to look back at how all those dots connect because, oh, yeah. as you know, the story that uh, from Stonewalls is very similar in a lot mm -hmm. of ways, but different different pieces of the puzzle yeah. and different ingredients, right? But I like to look back at those and think, man, they were all necessary to produce where I'm at right now and who I'm at. And I think sometimes those adversities, I tell people, you know, it's the the failures are, and, and the adversities are often much more than the successes. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, kids have a, a hard, harder time with that. And I know a lot of kids listen to this podcast. And I'll tell them, you know, those are the chisel, but you're the stone. And focus mm -hmm. less on, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing. I mean, do, do focus on what you do, why you do, and passion. But ultimately, it's about who you become through these through these you know, engagements and adventures you gauge in. Would you agree with that? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, where we're at right now, right. using that analogy, I mean, you know, timing often is everything and arguably could not be a better time to be doing what we're doing. Sure. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. And I tell everybody, forget which political ideology you fall from. You know, what we stand for does not align with the Republican Party, does not align with the Democratic Party. We've done work for both parties. Okay. Also doesn't align with Libertarian, Green Party, anyone. I'm really what we stand for is an American ideal. American ideal, right. I mean, we're a brand back to those ethos. We're a brand, Jason, that celebrates patriotism. Sure. We're a brand that loves our country, loves what our country stands for. Our logo is that vintage U.S. flag that you've seen. Yeah. So, you know, that's the first ethos. The second one is around we're a brand that believes in the American worker. Everything we do, no exceptions, is made in USA, and that's also why everything we do, no exceptions, is guaranteed. And a funny sidebar, I've had some people say, Dean, you literally make everything in the U.S.? Right. I'm like, well, that would not be authentic right, if we yeah. made it anywhere else. And then we had mentioned the other ethos around we want to honor our American heroes. We want to honor people like yourself that have served, and that's why we donate 10% of our gross profits to veteran and first responder charities. Right. But I'm not the hero my wife was, right? She had <laughs> the hard part. But, but yeah, no, I, and I appreciate that. And mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this. Yeah. What are some of the key traits from – your time, both from the military to mm -hmm. West Point to now, what are some of the key traits and skills that you've developed that you think are most responsible for the success that you've had? From say, toughness to mm -hmm. response to adversity, to leadership, to whatever it is. What do you think are, are two or three of the key things mm -hmm. that have helped you succeed in your life? I think, you know, we've touched on, but just to reinforce that number one right now is the passion. Yeah. And, you know, behind our, you know, brand is not only that passion, but our story. So it's not just me, Jason, but as we continue to grow and expand, we've got, you know, eight W-2 employees. We've got, I think, 10 now, 1099 salespeople. So each and every person would echo the same passion and the same commitment that I have. Sure. So that would be one back to advice I've given. You know what? You know, find what you love. Find what you're right. passionate about. And that's what we're doing right now. So... I think the second one, especially when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, I think some people underestimate, you know, how hard things can be. And success is something that, you know, Amen. does not come easy. And I think 
some people may you know take that too far because I joke that I get 40 hours in by lunch on Wednesday. Right. But equally important, it's nice to have the flexibility because I'd mentioned four kids. You know, I never you know miss one of their activities. I never miss one of their games. So right. the one thing back to the joke around Ranger School, you know, one thing I cut out on is in sleep. But I think that you know work ethic, that perseverance, that drive would be a second one coupled with the balance. Yeah. I mean, you can't neglect your family, you can't neglect right. your faith, you can't neglect yourself. So I think that is equally important. And then the fourth one that I would mention, I think was something did not realize oh, early yeah? on. Okay. Because early on in my career, I said, you know what? I need to be the smartest one in the room. And I very quickly realized I'm uh, not even the smartest one in my family. Right. <laughs> so it's going to be hard right. to live that out. So now I've taken the reverse philosophy and said, you know what? I need to hire people that are smarter than me. Right. I need to hire people that have better ideas than me. And it's being comfortable and secure in who I am. And God's given me a great mind. But again, I'm never the smartest one in the room to include right now. So right now, I think what... Well, really, it's only three of us. You, yeah. might, you might have a shot at it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance. But I think right now, what's going to enable us to go ahead and be successful going forward and deliver on this vision to build this iconic American brand? Hey, the story's great. Sure. Hey, we've got amazing product. We've got great story, better product, but it's all around the people. Right. And we've got people right now that I've talked about have that equal passion, mm -hmm. but they're just incredibly talented and they're focused, they're driven, they believe in what we're doing. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely could agree with that. You know, when I started, um, I grinded so hard when I realized how hard this was going to be. Combat <laughs> stress is different than oh, financial yeah. stress and business stress. I, I, I put myself in the hospital. Oh, Literally no. worked myself into the hospital, was not being the best father and husband I could be. So mm. I had to do a little bit of a reverse and uh, kind of get my bearings reset. Mm. And I recognized when I took time in the morning to honor my faith and uh, do mm. what was necessary there and then shut down when it's kiddo time and lock yeah. into that and then and really compartmentalize those different sections is when I started doing better. So I feel you on that and um, and understand it, that and that's great advice uh, it what sounds so <laughs> easy jason right? but, but it is so incredibly difficult to it do. really is mm -hmm. i i have a phrase i say let go lock in mm -hmm. win the fight in front of you yeah so i take a deep breath and i try to breathe out whatever's bothering me and then lock my focus into where i am now but it isn't easy you've got eight thousand things going on oh, that yeah. still need attention but they're always there you know, oh, yeah. and then it's it's time to go to the dance recital or gymnastics or whatever it is, and it really is hard to let one go and engage on the other. But yeah, I think it, it can be developed, and yeah, um, and, and really that's just being very intentional and in right, choices. Correct. So I think the very first thing I do when I wake up, that's my time of prayer. Yes, that's my time of de dedication, motivation to go ahead and say, "Oh God, I need your help. I'm right. not going to do this on my <laughs> own." So you know, that's how we start each and every day. And depending on how early, whether it's 2, 3 in the morning or a little bit later, we also you get a little work done. We also make sure I work out. Sure. You know, you know, sports being such a big part of my life, I don't work out nearly as long as I would like, but it's rare that a day that I miss it because it's so counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go hard, you exercise, you sweat, you burn a lot of energy and calories, it's amazing. You'd think you'd be more tired, but it's the reverse. You've got more energy. Yeah, I agree. More stamina. So. It's being intentional and making choices. Okay, it's my faith. It is, you know, my family. And then I put, you know, my health and my fitness as well. Yeah. That gives me stamina for everything else. And I found if those three, Jason, are in line, you know what, everything else is going to take care of itself. No, I couldn't agree more. I've got a couple more questions for you here, Dean. Yeah. Who are some of your brand ambassadors? Who's behind this? Uh -huh. uh, I know you've got a lot. 
but uh, who are who are some of your brand ambassadors that are out there pushing this message for you? So probably the biggest brand ambassadors, I would say, are investors. Okay. So our investors, the one that say, not only do they believe in what we're doing, not only do they have the same passion, but they wrote a big check right. to help support what <laughs> sure. we're doing. So I think those would be the biggest brand ambassadors. So probably the one most well-known, most recognized is Daryl Waltrip. Okay, awesome. You know, NASCAR Hall of Famer when I was invited on Fox & Friends last fall. Right. I'm like, Daryl, you're a TV pro. Sure. I'm a TV novice. Back to surrounding yourself with smarter people. I'm like, Daryl, would you be willing to go with me to New York City? He was like, absolutely. When are we going? That's great. So he's one. We now have 10 investors, although Daryl's the one that's most well-known. Okay. You know, all the others are similar to Daryl because Daryl is a man of character. He's a man of integrity. He's a man that believes in his family. He's sure. a man of faith. So that is representative of so many of our investors. You know, some of them have military experience, some of them don't, some are my West Point classmates, but all of them, you know, have authentically American-like values. Sure. And I say they're the biggest brand ambassadors for us, again, because they believe in what we're doing so much they wrote a check behind it right. and they believe in it. So we also have a program where, you know, back to getting the word out about our brand, where it's family, it's friends, people that sure. love our brand, love our story, that they're scattered all across the U.S. Okay. I can't afford a Super Bowl commercial. So yet, <laughs> yet, I like the way you're thinking, Jason. I like the way you're thinking, but you know, word of mouth. Sure. So the best word of mouth we get is when a customer says, Dean, wow, great story. Yep. They get their first order, better product. And then they say, you know what? Let me tell my friend who owns a business. Right. So those are the best ones. And now that we've been at it two years, we've got customers that have ordered two, three, four, five, half a dozen times that keep reordering. And then they're telling more people. Yeah. But these brand ambassadors that are spread across the country with a lot of our focus on you know, B2B, other businesses, mm -hmm. schools, colleges, organizations, political campaigns across the board, sure. literally where we can play is everywhere. So these brand ambassadors help open doors for us. Absolutely. And you know, similar as investors, the only difference is they haven't wrote in a check, but that doesn't diminish what they're doing because they've done a phenomenal job helping open doors for us. That's great. So. This one I probably should have prepped you for a little uh -oh. bit more. It's not it's not <laughs> on the spot necessarily, Cut. but um, but it's kind of a, but uh -huh. what would you tell mm -hmm. your younger self? That's what mm -hmm. I like to ask people a lot of times. What uh -huh. would you say to your younger self, uh, you know, coming out of high school or college, something like that? What advice would you give? Probably probably two things, and I've mentioned one of them around you know initially wanting to be the smartest person in the room, <laughs> yeah, right, and realizing you know what that is so self-defeating and it's going to limit myself so that would be one advice i think the other one would be you know looking back oftentimes it was a race sure. for me yeah and you know i want to push i want to drive i want to give it everything i've got but so often it was like okay i want to push here because i want to get promoted yeah you know and then when i get it i mean it was like a race instead of saying you know what you know just enjoy the moment yeah. where you're at just go ahead and be the best you can be and all the everything else will go ahead and take care of itself. And I, and I look back and say, you know what, probably too focused on, okay, I always want to do my best, but then there was always, okay, well, how quickly is that promotion going to follow? Right. Mm -hmm. I actually just wrote an article on that and how there's just, there's always another target, right? And we oh, forget yeah. sometimes to pause and be grateful mm -hmm. for everything we have achieved at this point and be defined by those versus the others. So couldn't agree with that more. That's awesome. And I was going to ask you this. You've already mentioned it, but I want to see if you have anything to add to it. Yeah. What is different about Authentically American? So we know everything's made here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. We now know the story and the passion, incredible passion and mm -hmm. purpose behind it. Anything to add, um, add to that that separates you from, from the others? 
Here's where I'll highlight the Made in USA one because most people don't even realize, you know, the history. So and how hard that really is, right? Oh yeah, and it, it'll you know make sense how difficult it is for us to do right now. So, you know, roughly 30 years ago, 75% of the apparel in the U.S. Jason was made in the U.S. Okay. You know, mid 90s, a little over 20 years ago, when I graduated from West Point, it was still 50%. I mean, not that long ago, 50% was still made in the U.S. Okay. Do you know how much? Is made in the U.S. today? Gosh, I, I don't. I, I hate to even guess. I don't know if I even want to hear it. How much? Yeah. Most <laughs> people say, well, is it as low as 10, right. 15%? That's and what I, I tell them. about 10. It's three. Wow. You know, technically 2.7%. So literally, you know, millions of jobs yeah. have gone overseas. So I take a bet any one time. So Jason, is your T-shirt, you know, made in USA? One of our favorite taglines is, where's yours made? Sure. And I take this bet anytime because I win 97% of them. 3% isn't giving me much of a good, <laughs> no. much odds, is it? <laughs> That's right. So we'll have to. <laughs> All right. So I think that that is, you know, one very clear point of differentiation. And again, back to this vision to build this iconic American brand. So Nike and Under Armour, for example. Yeah. You know, they're iconic, but guess where they're made? Sure. You know, everywhere but. Right. The U.S. Yeah. And this is more of a fun fact than anything, but you know, as we're growing and we're building, we've had some fun benchmarking. Sure. So Under Armour, for example, you know, you being an athlete, very familiar with that brand. So Under Armour launched all the way back in 1996. Yeah, I remember, yeah. 23 years ago. And it's an incredible success story because year one, they had 17,000 in revenue. Mm -hmm. And 23 years later, they've grown each and every year. Wild. They are now a $5 billion brand. So just an incredible success story. Yeah. So I wondered, how are we doing? Sure. So we launched July of 2017. So that was calendar year one. Okay. Had six months. We had a full year last year, and we're you know six months into this year. You know what? If you benchmark Under Armour versus them, we're about 10x each and every year. Okay, great. So who knows what the next 20 the years path. holds, but right. I know I'm fired up. My team is energized, and my investors could not be more excited. Yeah. So. We got a long way to go well, to deliver on, on that vision, well. but we've got a great start. And again, back to timing. Yeah. You know, arguably a great timing to be doing what we're doing. Outstanding. Well, you're on the path. Sounds like you got the process figured out, and uh, just keep on climbing. Where uh, Where can people find information on yourself and authentically uh -huh. American? Well, it's definitely not about me. It's about the brand, and I'm sure. a part of it. But so is every other teammate that's a part of it. But okay. Probably the easiest way is if you go to authenticallyamerican.us, that tells about our story, that lists the product, it has customer testimonials for it. That's a great spot to see everything. Yeah. But social media is so big today, so we're yep. just really getting started. But whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, we are playing now on all those platforms. And you know, it's now to the point, as we're approaching two years, you know, we really want to share our story. Sure. Because when we first started, you know, if you flip a page and it's a blank sheet of paper, that's what our business plan looked like two years ago, Jason. Right. I mean, it didn't exist. So we've spent a year and a half building the foundation, and that primary focus was on the supply chain. Okay. Because we've got a great story, but we've got to have a better product, and we right. didn't exist. So we now have contract manufacturers spread across nine states. Okay. But only the U.S. states. So now that we've built that, now it's time to really get the word out. Sure. So, you know, we were very fortunate to be on Fox and Friends, so yeah. you know, we still have a lot of people that will see that clip. You know, we've created a video now. We have social media. So the goal, and I'm so thankful for you inviting me to be here because we hope you know, a lot of people here you know more about our brand, and this will be their first exposure. Well, I know a lot of coaches and athletes 
follow yeah. what we do because I work with them. So mm-hmm. my challenge to you guys would be please look up Authentically American and at least just go to the website, check it out, see what it's all about, and um, and, and go from there. Yeah. And I'll just – for the athletes, for the coaches. Sure. Because, Jason, we started out relatively narrow. You know, we had polos and jackets and T-shirts and hats. But more and more customers say, Dean, love what you're doing. Can you expand? So okay. specifically in your arena – we have amazing baseball jerseys. Okay. We have amazing hockey jerseys, rugby jerseys. So any sport you can imagine, you know what we now produce. Well, there you so go. that's just one other step. So we would love whether it's a local high school, you know, whatever program. You know, one of my visions back to having a milestone in the future. You know, West Point was my undergrad. Right. Right now it's a Nike school. You know, five years from now, ten years from now, I would love for West Point to be an authentically American school. Sure. I got to save a little bit more of my piggy bank to get there because they write them a big check. But okay. you know that's where we'd love to go. Right. We'd love for MTSU. Right. <laughs> which we're now an official licensee now for MTSU. Oh, outstanding. Yep. That's great. So we'll awesome. keep expanding. But just wanted to add, since that is a big part of your audience, that now we not only have great, you know, everyday apparel, but we also have you know amazing uniforms as well. Wonderful. So there you go. Go check it out. Get some uniforms from Authentically American. We're going to wrap it up here now, Dean. Is there anything else you would like to share, uh, either in skill sets or about the company or anything like that, uh, before we do? I think we've, you know, touched on it. I just, you know, so thankful for the opportunity and just blessed on the journey we're on right now. And I hope, you know, your audience doesn't hesitate to reach out to me. You know, on the website, you know, you can go ahead and click on an email, phone number that will ultimately get to me. And if you've got a personal question, I would encourage anyone of your audience, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Outstanding. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. I appreciate you coming on. Hey, Jason, thank you very much. So again, Dean Wegner, Authentically American, owner and CEO, West Point graduate, a pilot, and a graduate of the Army's elite ranger school, and my colleague and friend. Please check out his services, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you, Jason.